You're listening to the Beyond the Profi podcast, where we help you out of career burnout so that you can reclaim your personal freedom while pursuing your passion. I'm your host, Jasmine Haley, entrepreneur, influencer, and educator that will help empower you with our interviews, strategies, and straight talks. If you're ready to push past your comfort zone to your greatness, you have found the right podcast. Stay tuned and listen in. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, man, we're going to have a woo child moment in this straight talk for this week. The topic for this week is your first year of business tips. I have three tips that I want to share with you today. Uh, I, I tell you, the most interesting period of my life has definitely been being an entrepreneur and I have consistently been challenged. I have consistently been in a place of an emotional roller coaster. And most entrepreneurs would say the same thing. You know, few small businesses will make a profit in their first year and or make a profit, you know, any sort of profit at all. When I look at the figures of my first year, I would like to say in the best way I can, (laughs) that it was a hot mess, y'all. It was a hot mess. I knew that I wanted to make an impact, wasn't sure how. I was considering like, okay, I know that there's a small gap. Maybe I can do some education for those people that help the elderly and, and their staff. And after like a few months, I was like, what the heck am I doing? My passion has always been serving people that are living with HIV or dealing with substance use disorder, dealing with diversity and helping people out of burnout like I was. And even then, it wasn't until like 2018 that I was like really, really super clear on what that would look like for me. And that was two years ago. So there are some things that you need to consider when it comes to your first year of business and your decision to start a passion project, a part-time project, uh, a full-time project. Either way, there's some reality checks that you need to understand. Now, let me put a full disclaimer out there. Y'all already know I'm always talking about my chocolate drop. I love my husband. I love how he supports me. And I tell you, everything that I'm able to do is because of his support. So you've got to understand that everyone's circumstances aren't the same as mine. And he's been very, very helpful in allowing me to, in supporting me to work part-time as I started my business. So I was able to let go of my full-time job and I let go of my full-time job, not just because my husband was helping me but because it was a toxic environment I had to leave and get out of. So one of the biggest things I learned in the first year of business is overcoming self-doubt. Overcoming self-doubt has been one of the hugest hurdles. Just yesterday, I was having a um, wonderful lunch with a very good friend of mine who is in dental corporate sales. And I realized that although I've had so many amazing achievements in my professional and entrepreneurial journey, I still lack the confidence in talking about how amazing my metrics and how amazing 
my brand has been by growing it to where it is in three years. And so that self-doubt is a continuous daily step that you have to take from year one and on. You're going to have uncertainties because there are going to be risks that you have to take. Calculated risk, not cray-cray risk, but risk to the point where you're investing your own money, you're investing in your own time in the hopes that it's going to work. And so that overcoming of self-doubt was really pivotal for me. And so that's one of the things that I really express to all of my coaching clients that I don't care what corporate job you get. I don't care if you decide to become the world's best clinical professional, dental professional in the world. It does not matter. And I'm going to say it don't matter. Okay. If you don't have any self-esteem or self-love or self-compassion for yourself, the very first step I did in my journey was read a book called The Motivation Manifesto because I had to let go of some fears and demons and trauma and so many difficult situations that arise in my life, professionally and personally, because I knew that if I was going to that if I needed to get to a better place emotionally and get out of that burnout that I was in, I needed to understand the awesomeness that made me who, that makes me who I am basically, right? And so I needed to get rid of that self-doubt. I needed to get rid of that fear. And it didn't go away overnight. What happened was I read that book I did a 12-week free course. It was a free book. It's still free, motivationmanifesto.com. And I have read two to three books every single month since 2015, since December of 2015. My reading does not stop. Why? Because the first principle of any entrepreneur or any person that wants to grab their career by the reins is overcoming that self-doubt, is support into yourself. The negative thinking that we endure daily is normal, y'all. Research shows that people are going to think in a negative way, naturally, naturally. So just pause and think about that. Any of y'all that say, oh, well, I'm always positive. No, 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 no. Because if you may be inclined towards that, yeah. And then some of us may struggle more with it if we deal with anxiety and depression, the negative thoughts. But our minds are geared towards the negative, which is why you have to consistently pour into yourself. So ask yourself, when was the last time you did some sort of personal development? You know, one of the most hardest challenges of creating a business like this is getting through to the minds of service providers that taking care of ourselves mentally, spiritually, physically, but I'm going to go back to that mentally, is so important. That mind, once you can control your mind to the point of how you're thinking, what doubts come in, what kind of fears come in, your mind, not letting it take that driver's seat as Elizabeth Gilbert brings out, 
it's a game changer. It's a game changer right there. The next thing is handling stress and personal relationships. When I first started this journey, my husband did not have any clue what in the world what I was I doing. All he saw was I was constantly reading, watching YouTube videos, and trying to figure out how to start a podcast and do all of these extra stuff. And I remember one night he was like, oh my gosh, when are you going to get off of that? And I'm like, you just wait and see, wait and see what I have in store. So I shared with him um, what I made. And at that point, it was the intro and outro and a full entire episode for Mom Genist. And he was floored. He said, you made this? I was like, yep, from beginning to end. He was so impressed. He did not understand what I was building until after the outcome, the result of it. And even now he's come to appreciate what it is that I'm doing. But let me help you to appreciate this, is that that did not happen overnight, y'all. And there were some huge things that was really necessary for me to understand when it came to my business. Because when you have a, when you have a regular nine to five and you go into your job and you clock in and out, you're done, right? Unless, of course, you're stressing out about your, your work or what have you, but you're done. Me as an entrepreneur, my work is never done because if I don't work, money ain't coming in, boo-boo. So one of the things that was necessary for me to understand, which is why I coached with Nikita Thickpin from her, her social media Instagram handler is Ask Nikita, N-A-K-E-T-A, was understanding how to balance being an ambitious woman, balance being a wife that still very much loves her husband, and balance being a mother. I've had periods of being a mother where I lost my identity and I was sad and depressed. So I knew it was important for me to figure out how is it that I can get to a place of understanding how to juggle all of these aspects, multi-dimensional aspects of me as Jasmine. Personal relationships are necessary. I can't tell you how many people are, their, their lives are falling apart because they don't make that priority. So you're going to hear me kind of talking about this throughout some of the straight talk conversations about setting those boundaries up. On the weekend, I ain't trying to do no work, okay? I may answer if I decide to answer a client that is contacting me, but I don't have to if I don't want to because I've had to establish those boundaries. My husband, he has to... Uh, devote a lot of time to make sure our family is cared for. I devote a lot of time as well. So you need those boundaries. And I know that I need to have my date nights with my husband. And I need that one-on-one time with my husband. I have constant check-ins with my personal relationships, including with my girls. And so Establishing those boundaries and then making sure that the stressors of your business are not affecting those relationships. Because if you're not constantly checking in on yourself, it will affect it. And it was affecting my relationship with me being in graduate school, me having my business, me you know, trying to bring in income. The, those stressors were difficult. And there were some times where we found it hard to communicate and get on the same page. We knew that we love each other. We knew that we had uh, principles that were 
that will be continuously guiding us that were biblical based. So we were answering to a higher power more than just ourselves, but it doesn't mean that challenges didn't arise. And that's why those checkpoints on a regular basis, a, a, a journey of gratitude, a journey, uh, taking the, the decision to create boundaries, taking that time for self-care will help to handle that stress for you that's going to come, is going to come. Any type of startup that you create is going to suck some days. It's going to be hard. So what are you going to establish to help eliminate that stress? My second coach that I'm currently working with is Jessica Rodriguez from the Freedom Driven Success. And her business is essentially all about creating processes. So I've created these processes to help me manage as I'm scaling my business so I can continue to honor those boundaries. And then finally, the reality of profits and paying yourself. Child. Woo! If somebody would have told me <laughs> about the first year of business, um, wow, 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 wow. You're not going to be making money. I'm still not paying myself. I'm still not paying myself after three years. My business has scaled. My first year of business was non-existent. <laughs> My second year of business was five figures for the year, over um, close to six. And so I'm hoping to make the six figures this year by planning. But even then, I'm still at a place where it's shaky and I'm not able to focus on paying myself just now. Why? Because I'm not going to be taking out any loans. I'm going to continue to bootstrap my business, try to be strategic, make income where I need to, to help with my family, but also understand to build a sustainable business. It takes a lot of grit, a lot of passion and determination. Now, granted, having a hygiene-owned business isn't as lucrative. People think that having a business is lucrative. Yeah, you may, you may and will make more money if you decide to work with physicians or dentists or um, other, other professionals that tend to make more money or be willing to invest a little bit more. But are you truly passionate about that? And so for me, I rather sacrifice the time to build a business that is going to um, have longevity instead of worrying about, well, how, how is it that I'm going to be the next millionaire? So the reality of profits is that your first year, you're not going to make anything. And every single time I made something, I invested it back into my business. And I was solely focused on the customer experience. What is it that they're experiencing? How can I make this the most amazing experience for them? And know that at some point in time, you will be able to take those owner's, owner's drawers out and be able to fully pay yourself on a regular basis. I want to give you a recommendation to read this book called Profit First by Mike Michalowicz and The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur by Mike Michalowicz and The Pumpkin Plan by Mike Michalowicz. I have loved each of his books. I'm actually going to be reading The Surge next. 
And it's phenomenal, the stuff that he talks about. And he takes the whole concept of building a business and creating that, that profit out of the traditional mindset of you have revenue, then you have the um, expenses, and then you have your profit. But his suggestion is actually to take the profit out first. And then depending on what you have left, this is what determines what you're going to have available for your expenses. So it's amazing. So it's like profit out first. Once you build in the revenue, profit out first, then what you have remaining is your expenses. I had never heard anything like this. It was amazing to see that I'm in the process of rebuilding my business financially to follow his, his, um, formula and the resources that he provides are amazing. Starting your first year out like that, you've already 10, 15, 20 steps ahead of so many other entrepreneurs. So those are my thoughts. First year business tips. I hope you enjoy this episode. Please, please, if you found some pearls in this episode, please share with people. One of the biggest things that helps me to continue to grow, provide the best contact, content and be able to serve you is hearing your feedback. So share this episode. Please leave me a review. I read them and I thank you so much. I'll see you at our next straight talk. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to the show. We value each and every one of you. Dive in deeper by visiting the show notes for this episode or listening to more episodes on beyondtheprofi.com. If you found value in the show, share with a friend and leave us a review. We will see you next time, BTP family.